The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, and today on the Email Marketing Show, we're discussing how to actually make sales faster with your emails. Now that sounds lovely. Doesn't it? But when this episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're sat there alone in your house wondering how you can apply this to your stuff. And you know, everyone's all right for everyone else, but how do I do it? So come and hang out. We've got a free Facebook group for you. It's called the Email Marketing Show Community. You can ask questions, seek advice, be held accountable from other people, and just see how other people are doing this as well as figuring out how it applies to you. Just go to Facebook, search for the Email Marketing Show Community. You'll see it. You can go ahead and join web very friendly. And if you've got a web browser like Chrome or Safari open instead, just go to robandkennedy.group and it will forward you over to the Facebook group instead. He stands at his standing desk like a flamingo. That's with like one leg on the floor and his other foot on his leg kind of thing going on. Like a flamingo. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he used to read tarot cards for his mum's friends when he was 14. It's mind reader Kennedy. True story. So how did this come about then? People would come round to your mum's house mm -hmm. for a cuppa. So what happened is, somehow somebody gave us a gift, because I knew I like unexplained stuff, like the UFOs, and so I was always reading that kind of magazine. So somebody gave me a gift of some tarot cards, and I sort of started reading a little booklet that comes in with it. And then my mum was like, oh, tell Shuanti Sheila how to do that. Go on, give her, give her a reading, young Kennedy lad. So I did, and they would sit and smoke in my mum's house, and uh, I would read tarot cards for them. If I wasn't looking at you on video, I would have thought, Joni, your mother had turned up there. That was uncanny. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. We are here every single week giving course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business. Make sure, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on another episode of the show. We're here every single week, so we don't want you missing it. Now you, listening to this, yes, you, uh, do us a favor, take a little photograph or a screenshot of wherever it is that you are listening to the podcast, whatever podcast player you're using, because frankly, we're nosy. And sure, we've got some stats about who's listening where, but we'd love to know where you personally are listening to this. So take a screenshot or a photograph as you listen to the podcast and share it on social media. You can tag us, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on, on uh, Facebook as well. It's just Robin Kennedy on Instagram and Twitter or the email marketing heroes on Robin Kennedy, Email Marketing Heroes, on Facebook. Tag us in it. We'd love to see where you're listening to the show. We will. We'll give you a bit of a share and a shout out as well. So we're talking about how do you actually get people to buy faster? Because I think that one of the big problems is that when someone joins your email list for the first time, however the heck they end up on your email list, a lead magnet or whatever it is, right? They end up on your list. And if they suddenly just start receiving your weekly newsletter or your daily newsletter that like you're just sort of banging out, they sort of feel like that friend who's turned up at the party late and they sort of try and muzzle in on a conversation, a little, little group's happening, little group's having, and they don't know what you're sort of talking about. So what you have to basically do is you have to be that person who sort of steps away from the group and says, oh, 
they're talking about Barry and Mary, the, you know, the people who live next door to John and Kathleen, and they're talking about how they were doing this thing, and they sort of fill you in on the uh, on, on the situation. You're laughing at my little name references. I want to know what John and Kathleen were doing. <laughs> well, it was something to do with Mary and John. Oh, I see. Oh, yes. Two Johns in the situation, you see. Anyway, so what you, what you still want... That's bound to go wrong, isn't it? <laughs> it was terrible analogy. But the idea is, you don't want people joining your list and you're partway through, like, a promotion of... You're talking about your podcast or you're talking about your membership thing. You're in the middle of talking about something. And the new person feels like, right, what, what's going on? I'm a little bit confused as to why I need to buy this thing really urgently because I don't even know what the thing is yet. Or, oh, these are lovely testimonials, but why, what are they about? You know, <laughs> Whatever it is, whatever you're talking about, it's obviously fabulous and it's making changing people's lives. But what is it? You need to create context, don't you? And we're laughing about it. But you know what? I think sometimes with marketing, you have to drop this attitude of, well, I'll do that because that's how it's always been done. And I think you have to take a step back. And we're laughing because I think you have to look at how ridiculous the situation appears. <laughs> Somebody lands on your website or they see an advert or they hear you on a podcast or they do something. And then they come along and they, they see you've got this lead magnet or a free webinar or something. And they go, oh, that sounds good. So they put their name and email address in so that, you can, so that they can down, because let's face how we tend to word this stuff so they can download the free report or so you can send them the free report. And most of the time they click the button to download the stuff. And then within a day, they're receiving some other email about you, about whatever you've got going on at the moment, which might be day four of some nine day campaign where day one, two, and three were sort of important. And none of that makes sense. It all lacks in context. And when you look at it kind of a bit more, objectively, you can start to realize, actually, maybe that's why unsubscribes happen. That's why people opt into my list, appear to download my free thing and then unsubscribe within a day or two. Or that's why spam complaints are really high. That's why disengagement's really high. That's why people are like angry and they reply to your emails saying you're a spammer. And the reason for that, like, and this is, this is proven, I think, by sometimes if you run like a Facebook ad for your free lead magnet, sometimes we've actually seen somebody would get, would, would opt in and they'd think they'd be really helpful by getting the download link for the actual lead magnet and go and post it in the comments on your advert so that everyone else can get it without having to go through the rigmarole of opting in. And they either think they're being difficult or helpful, I'm not sure which. But basically, the the, the goal here is to, for people to realise that, for us to realise as email marketers, that it doesn't make sense for somebody to opt in for our lead magnet and then suddenly be bombarded with stuff mm. that makes absolutely no sex sense. Sex sense and lacks context. <laughs> Are you okay today? It's, Email yeah, marketing afraid. that makes Just, no sex or context. I, I want to change the episode title. I want to change the episode title to lack sex. <laughs> Email marketing that lacks context is what I was supposed to say. <laughs> oh, we oh. don't edit this show, by the way. The, yeah, yeah, let's, we'll edit all of this out. All right, okay. So, yes, if it lacks context, yes, you're going to get unsubscribes. You're going to get spam complaints, of course. But it also means when they join your list, you're not actually able to structure your sales argument. I hate the phrase argument for that because it's not an argument. It's not an argument, is it? But you're not able to say. 
This is what's important. This is why it's important for you. And you're not able to build up that sales message the way you would in a sales video or if you were doing a webinar or you were having a one-to-one conversation, understanding somebody's, somebody's situation, helping them understand your situation and your product. You're not able to do that because they've joined at the point they've joined. So how do you actually, how do you actually do something about it? What we actually need to do is we need to, when we're doing our email marketing, we need to sell in a way that feels like this natural conversation. It needs to feel like, oh, by the way, have you heard about this thing? Here's a little bit of information about it. Oh, that thing I told you about yesterday. Here's here's some bit, a bit more information about it. So it's step by step. It's introducing the idea, and then it's 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 really um, growing that idea over time and it's in a step by step way. I think this is really important because this is your first opportunity to say, thanks for opting in for that thing. I've got this thing that will help you even more and you should buy it for $29 or whatever. And so this is your first opportunity to step forward and say, this is what it is, right? Which is really important. And then the step after that is, this is why it's good. Okay, great. And then maybe the step after that is, here's why you should want it in your situation. Good. And then you have the next step might be, here's some testimonials from other people who are like you. But those testimonials now make sense because they know what it is and why it's good and why they should want it. Whereas if you just cut straight to the testimonials, well, well that's great. But what, what are these testimonials about, as Kennedy said before? So, what you want to do is to make sure that you put together a sequence of automated campaigns. Because one of the questions we get a lot is, where do the automated campaigns fit in with day-to-day like emails and stuff? And, and this is how we like to do it. We like to make sure that we have a structure of some, and I know that's very random, but I'm not going to tell you how many you need to have. You're going to start with one, then you're going to have two, and you'll keep going until there, no, uh, there are no more. You're basically going to have a sequence of campaigns that are designed to like stack on top of each other to sell your core offer or your core products. If you've got more than one, like put them in a row and basically figure out okay, great. What am I going to, how am I going to position this correctly to my new subscribers? And what you want to do there is you actually want to make a whole hunky of sales through those initial campaigns because you're structuring an amazing sales argument on top of another, and on top of another one, on top of another one, on top of another one to give people really no reason not to go ahead and buy that product. Like if, if they haven't bought the product by the end of those campaigns, the only real reason for it could be if you've done the campaigns correctly, they, they will trust you. They will understand why it's good. The only reason why they won't join at that point is they either literally don't have the money or it's just like the wrong time for them. Like this is a thing I'll need later than, than I need it right now. Yeah, it's not the urgency for them personally, is it? The way we think about it, and this is a real turning point in the way that we think and we teach our email marketing and teach everyone's email marketing. And that is, if you think about a train, right? And we think about this whole thing as train carriages. This is something we've been talking about for quite a few months now, maybe, maybe a year, maybe not quite a year yet. But we think about it as a train. And the reason we think about it that way is you imagine people come onto your train and a train can get longer and a train can get shorter. All you need to do is either, if, if your train's too long and maybe there's a one of your automated campaigns is not working very well, you can uncouple it, remove that carriage and then recouple the train together and your train gets shorter. But when you try something out that works, you can uncouple two train carriages and put in a new automation right in the middle of your train, towards the end of it, towards the beginning of it. You can choose where it goes in and put that particular campaign or promotion in. And that just makes your train longer. 
The great news is it doesn't matter how long your train is. It doesn't matter. So you might have a campaign which is like a, an introductory campaign that introduces your core product. We call that an overture sequence. And that's one of the first things we do. So our first train carriage in our automated sequence when someone joins our list is called a getting to know you sequence. That's the welcome on board sequence. The next train carriage we have is called an overture campaign, which is, an, which is basically the introduction to this is what the product is. This is the core beliefs, the core understanding, the core things that you need to know about this product before we can promote it to you. Now we've created a lot of context. In the getting to know you sequence, we've created context around us and you and our relationship through email. In the second e in that second sequence there, that second train carriage, we've now introduced you through an overture sequence to what our core product is. And that might be the league or it might be one of our other products. Then after that, if you've got those two things, guess what? You're good to go. After that, yes, you can add in scarcity-based campaigns. You could add in automations that involve videos and other fancy things or even simple things that sell your products and services from different angles. But to begin with, your train carriages can just be as short as two carriages long. And then later, if you're a member of the league, for example, you might see something like the Black Widow campaign or the Time Lord campaign or the Splinter campaign. You might go, I'm going to give that a shot. And then when it works, I'm going to put it inside. I'm going to make my train longer by adding that new carriage in. So does that, I hope that makes sense. It's difficult to, we've never really shared it in audio only, we've usually got a lovely uh, training with pictures of trains and stuff on it, but I hope that makes sense. I actually remember seeing the, uh, a post in our Facebook group, The Den, which is our Facebook group for members of our membership, The League, uh, from Sue, who helps people with who are on the autistic spectrum to cook. So she sells recipes and that kind of thing for autistic people and their families. And she posted into the group and said... But she, she posted a picture of the worksheet that we have for this exact process and said, I've mapped out my first two train carriages and I decided to keep it simple for now, just get those two up and running, which is what we suggest. And she said, but it doesn't, a, it doesn't feel like that's not enough. And she said, you've made me realize I can do this. And that's huge for me. I mean, how amazing is that? Like she's now got such clarity from mapping this out and following that process that we teach to know that people are going to come into her world through all the different lead magnets and opt-ins that she's got. And now what, wh however they got into her world and onto her list, they're now going to go through the getting to know you sequence and build that really cool stuff. Then they're going to go through a train carriage and they're going to be sold her product in the best possible way. So this is so powerful. Yeah. So the, the fastest way to make sales to your email list is to make sure you have built context to make sure that when someone joins your email list they get to know you you get to know them and then you somehow introduce your core product or service in a way that from beginning to end so that they've got that core understanding because until they've got any of that stuff these day-to-day -day, weekly what we call snowball emails actually have no context, they have no meaning, and, and because you, what you can't do is through them, through those sort of day-to-day -day emails, you can't build that context because they are in the moment and people are joining your list at different times. So you, you can do that and you can only do that through having those core automations. Now, what's really good is that when people come out of your train carriages, like when they get to the end of it and they drop into those day-to-day -day emails that you're sending, those emails are the ones that, you know, remember when they get to the end of that train carriage, there's only a couple of reasons why they didn't buy. And so those day-to-day -day emails now carry them forward until maybe once a month, once every six weeks, you might take a campaign and run it live, like literally take one of our campaigns that we share inside the league or a campaign you put together yourself, run it live to your entire audience 
as daily broadcasts effectively. And if it works and it works really, really well uh, and gets you more sales, you can pick that up and you can automate it and drop it into your train, make your train one carriage longer. Maybe you want to replace a carriage. Maybe you want to put it in the end. Maybe you want to stick it in the middle somewhere. And now new people coming in. So your entire list's been through that because you ran it live, but new people coming in will now go through that one before they get to daily broadcasts. And your daily broadcasts, the snowball emails, as we call them, that you just throw out. The reason why we call them uh, snowballs is that the more of them you keep throwing, eventually it builds an avalanche. And those those emails will now be there to serve the people who it wasn't the right time for them when they were in the train, but later on it can be. Totally. Now, you might be thinking, okay, that sounds good. I think I've kind of got a hang of it, or there's some things I could do some more clarity on. Don't worry, we don't leave you high and dry. As you know, we'll like to give you the complete solution. So come and hang out inside of our free Facebook group, the Email Marketing Show Community over on Facebook. Literally just search for the Email Marketing Show Community on Facebook. And tell us what you're working on. Ask any questions you've got around how do I apply this? What do you mean by this? Get some clarification, get some clarity, and get this actionable. So just come and join us over in the Email Marketing Show Community. Or if it's it's easier for you to open up a browser like Chrome or something like that, then we've got a short URL, which is just robandkennedy.group, and that will, by the magics of the internet, forward you over to our group. We'd love to see you in there. We're hanging out in there every single day. There's more than a, there's more than a thousand of us hanging out every single day, chatting about entrepreneurship, email marketing, and how to do email marketing for our small businesses. So it'd be great to see you over there. But in the meantime, let's get out into subject line of the week, subject line of the week. All right. Rob, what have you got? This one is my prank on the government. And it was an email about sending my sending my driving license back because I had to change the address. So I cut up my driving license as she's supposed to do. Uh, I didn't have any envelopes in the house other than a fourth birthday card. Uh, so I put it in the fourth birthday card, uh, addressed it to the DVLA, the government driving department, and I sent it off to them in a fourth birthday card uh, instead. Did you, write, <laughs> did you write a little message in like, oh, it's nice to see you? No, I just left the card saying whatever it said inside, you know, happy birthday or something. I had a little fairy on the front and off it went. <laughs> You've brightened up somebody's day, haven't you? That's I hope so. Doing. I mean, that was that was the goal. Um, and so, yeah, and I got my new driving license back, so that's all good. But I think, you know, I think, you know. Did, it come, you back on... in, did it come back in a fifth birthday card? <laughs> there's a real there's a real David Goliath thing going on when you do something that's like either taken on the government not that I was taken on the government I was just having a giggle but like when you do something against that there's a real David and Goliath moment I think if you can take some people love the government some people hate the government and what's interesting about the prank on the government thing is the people who hate the you know the big Goliath uh, they're going to be they're going to be like oh yes well done and the people who like them you've just played a prank on them like it's just a funny thing like they're going to get your sense of humour so that, that- I think that's why it worked that could be worth for anything. Like, well, who's the big player in your market? Like, if you're in, if you've got an e-com site, that could be Amazon or any of the any of the big players in that. They could think of who the big player is in that. Like, your market's going to resonate with. It doesn't have to be like a big government agency, but it could be. It could be like you know, it could be my big prank on MI5 or, or or CIA or whatever like that as well. So, any big Goliath. I think that's a really good phrase for this week. Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Now, make sure you help us spread the word about this podcast. Go on, share it on social media. Literally, take the episode, take a photo of it again, share it on social media, tell people that you're listening to it, even send them to where they can listen to it as well. And make sure you subscribe. We're back here every single week with a brand new episode. Next week, we'll be back with another delightful guest. Uh, So make sure you subscribe. That way, you'll get a little notification in your favorite podcast app to tell you all about a brand new episode every single week. We'll see you next week, folks. 